You just make sure you stay tuned in. Stay, stay tuned in to yourself. Stay tuned into the words. Stay tuned in to, you know, that inner, inner feeling, man. It's, it's an inner feeling that that's called the Holy Spirit. And usually that's pretty much telling you where to go. Um, there is a way that you can lose, like, conscience. I mean, you're like, your conscience of knowing stuff is wrong is when you're doing too much wrong. Mm. Right? You can lose the sense of knowing when you're doing wrong if you do too much of it. So... Like I said, uh, get your daily word in, you know, me working out every day too. stay disciplined and consistent on all the things that, you know, you need to be doing, whether that's family, working out, word of God, uh, being a dad, you know, all the things that, you know, you're supposed to do, try to stay sharp in them. Yeah, we all fail, but fail doesn't mean it's the end. So as long as you can, as long as you can still look up, man, if you're not dead, there, there's still more chapters to your life. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. Chris, the star of the show here, and I have a very, very special guest with us. So I have someone that has been in the fitness world, someone that is a business owner, successful young, you know, someone that men can look up to and expire to be like. So without further ado, please welcome Josh Bailey. Thank What's you, going man. on, bro? Thank you for having me on the show, man. How you feel, man? How you doing, bro? <laughs> man, I feel like uh, I've been in Houston. I feel, I, I don't know if I feel tired yet. It's probably when I leave, it's going to hit me. But oh, yeah. the, the, you know, electric energy here has been, has been great. I'm glad my city treating you well, man. Yeah, I'm glad. Like I said, we'll welcome, we'll welcome you up and <laughs> man. Whenever you're ready, man. Sorry, but for those who don't know you, can you just give them a, a quick elevator pitch, a little 30 second, you know, uh, me about yourself so they can uh, know who you are? Uh, yeah, man. I'm from a small town, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, grew up single parent home, just me, my mom, brother. Uh, played sports all my life. Mm. What's Football, sports? basketball, baseball. What's uh, I did a little bit of everything. You know, I did try tennis, love hockey, and I like bowling. All this, you know, I'm pretty much athletic. I can almost play like any sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been, did karate, so been disciplined, consistent, mostly all my life. And how, who got you into sports? Was it your your um, family, friends? I feel like my mom did a lot of, she, she did a lot of sacrificing. You know, yeah. making sure we were into something and not busy doing other stuff. Yeah. So she kept us there. Then I got into cooking. And, you know, I started cooking all type of stuff. Started with, like, cornbread, you know. <laughs> started with Jiffy cornbread, making my own, you know, taking the recipe, but then flipping it, making it better. Yeah. So, you know, growing up, I started taking that on as a trade. Then I went to culinary school. Wow. You know, got certified in that. Didn't know I was going to use it. You know, I've been working out all my life. And then I went to, you know, went overseas, got inspired a few times through my life to just keep going. And then, you know, I found myself putting everything together. Yeah. Uh, always been, you know, my mom always taught us to be humble. Yeah. You know, be, you know, follow God. You yeah. know, that was a big part of us growing up, church every Sunday. My dad was a pastor. My stepdad was a pastor. Wow. Um, and, you know, we just grew up, you know, single parent home, but we grew up good. You know, yeah. we didn't really lack anything. So, you know, all I know is hard work. And, exactly. And, you know, discipline and trusting God and believing in God to 
do the things that I can't do. So hundred percent, yeah. So you like you, you're an online coach, fitness, you know, entrepreneur. You know, you, you're a guru with this. You know, mm-hmm. like when you first started, did you, you know, know what you could have been where you are today? Like, did you have that vision, or it kind of just kind of just happened that way? Uh, for me, it was just about making it to the league. Wow. You know, high school. Of course, everybody want to make it to the league. Yeah. So that was what my grind was always about. Like, how can I get... First, it was like D1. Yeah. Like, first I wanted to play big time D1. I remember going to, like, my first college game. I think it was like Penn State. Wow. And it was just like, I got to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't care about nothing else. Like, I'm going to work. I'm the one, like, it's just crazy how stuff works. Because I was, I was a brother. I'm my brother, like, 6'3". Wow. He, he's 6'3", talented. <laughs> Uh, not to say we both weren't, but with that height and size at a young age, of course, prospects look at you more. Mm-hmm. I was the one to get up morning, 6 a.m., evening gym. My brother be in the bed. You know what I mean? And he just, and he getting all the looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dang, you know, I, I, I ended up not making it. I went to some Juco. Uh, even they projected me to go big schools and all those injuries happened, like, all this stuff kind of happened to me, and it was just like, for what? Mm. You know, like, I had a kid, college, you know, then, you know, hit a point where it's just like, I ain't even want to play no more. Mm. So after that, you know, I still worked out, but it just, I think at where I'm at now, it just show you where I, what I was doing then follows you to where you are now. Yeah. So if you if you grinding when you're small, if you, if you got work ethic, then it's going to follow you in whatever you do. In fact, I think also, you know, Mike, I remember seeing some of your viral Twitter posts. I didn't realize it was you the other day. I looked at you, I was like, man, I've seen his face before. I think it was one when you had showed, like, it was like a few years of you, like, growth while most of while you was flexing. He was like, 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 had that, like, ah, like that yeah. screaming face. And I was like, okay, that's where I remember you from. But even during that time, I would have never known you was, you probably did you go that time yeah. going through what you were going through and where you are today. So it's kind of crazy how, how you just said, you know, you don't know how those foundational, fundamental stuff, you know, you going to the gym, working mm-hmm. out can help, you know, create where you are today. Right. And I think that's so beautiful because a lot of times where men get hung up at is if they don't get the D1 offer, they don't get to the league. I'm done with life. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, ain't, ain't nothing else to talk about, right. you know? No job. Yeah. You know, no more expectations of something else that's big. Exactly. So I, I want to know how, you know, like, what do you think was the reason why that didn't, you didn't let that happen to you? Hmm. I just, you know, what happened, like, I always had, uh, like, my life is kind of weird. You know what I mean? People will be like, if I tell people like stuff that just happened, they're going to be like, what? You know, you just, I guess if you look back at it, I'm just like a faith person. Mm. Like I, I'll take a risk and not think about whatever bad can happen. Give so, me an example, please. Like out of college, um, didn't make it, ended up going to New York, right? Mm. You know, could have, you know, of course I had my son in, but. I've always been stuck going back to Virginia because my son is there. And even even now, yeah, I grew I grew to a point where I need to leave Richmond. So, you know, I went to New York, stayed there for like like a year. 
my son again came back to Richmond. Then uh, <clears throat> me and my ex broke up, mm -hmm. right? And this this was an ex I tried to I tried to marry her, um, propose everything. Got uh, you know we was engaged, and then she ended up not wanting to be, and mm -hmm. then. She went off to be some type of like gold digger. Now I'm not trying to bash, but going out to NFL players, uh, her ex was like shooting for like Davy. So then she went mm -hmm. back trying to get in that field. Like, so it kind of just like left me high and dry. Wow. You know, and then once that happened, I think I always use pain as motivation. Like pain for me helps me. It doesn't, it doesn't make me depressed. I mean, you feel depression, but it makes me like want to do more. Like it makes me like mad and make me want to be more than what I am. So then, uh, some guy, random guy writes me on like Instagram about YouTube. I mean, this guy, I don't know him. He's like 56. Mm. Um, no kids, no wife. And you gotta think like, is he scamming me? Is he, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say it like, you know, homosexual. I don't know, you know, like, yeah. what's up, you know, yeah. but he was like, no, I just want to do YouTube. Uh, talk to him a little bit, take him up on the offer. And I was in New York like every other weekend. Wow. Like three, four days. I had my son that one weekend, went back up there every other weekend. So you, so you were flying from Richmond. Bus. You were riding the bus yeah. from Richmond bus. to New York yeah. to record. Every other weekend for like a year and a half. Like back and forth, like that's when I started doing content and yeah. show, turned out to be a good relationship, you know, showed me a lot of stuff. Yeah. I was at Google. I mean, this is, this one, the first time I lived in New York, I didn't see it like I saw it this time. This time New York was like, it was like, I saw everything. New York is amazing. Like, and you know, ain't no opportunity. <laughs> you don't know about New York, bro. New York got a lot to offer. Of course, it's cold, a little rough, dirty, but yeah. there's a lot going on up there. Like that's probably like, I gotta give it like top two favorite cities. Oh, wow. Wow. Houston should be no more. Um, <laughs> I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't visited Houston like I did there. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. New York kind of molded me. Um, it's one of those places where they move so fast. They think in the head. Yeah. Like you think, you think about right now, they thinking like two steps ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta be like, what's your, what's your angle? What's the scheme about? You know, so if you, I mean, I came up there handing out, I was working at the gym doing sales. I came out, you know, all nice, gentle, handing these gas passes. They like, no, nah, put it in their face. Here, take this. Yeah. Don't, hey, you want it? No, aggressive. Like, move faster. <laughs> like, being Time was ticking. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, it just, that's why I went to, um, yeah, I was at Google. We doing a cooking channel. And during that time, I was a little stiff, shy, like the guy, I wasn't performing like the way he wanted me to. Mm. And he was trying to help me. Um, he was trying to grow the channel, but he probably wanted me to be where I am like now. Mm. But you know, that was the starting point for me. Yeah, exactly. And he got me going to like being on camera a lot. Yeah. So, uh, somehow, right, during this time, oh, but when I was doing that, then I would go, and train people with special needs. So I worked at Disability Center. Uh, I worked at Disability Center. I was a personal trainer. I did network marketing all at the same time. Oh my God. And then uh, I would go to New York on those off weekends and do that. So 
Yeah, I did like Special Olympics. I, I was working at this day support, and these people, you know, if you know what day support is, like people with uh, intellectual disabilities, mm-hmm. autism, all type of other stuff. I got you. And they just kept getting bigger. Like they kept, I was there for like a year. I just kept seeing them like grow, like unhealthy, eating all type of stuff. So I started taking them to the gym. Uh, they started like liking it. They started having fun. They started losing a little bit of weight. Special Olympics heard about it and they sponsored me to, to do it at like different day sports. Mm. So they gave me all type of equipment. I had like $5,000 worth of equipment from shoe stores everywhere. And then I went to, um, eight different day supports for like eight weeks and I trained all these people with intellectual disabilities. And it was like, it was a big thing. It was like documentary behind it. Wow. So that happens. I meet my wife on social media. She asked me for some plan, like some, uh, some workout plan. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how they, that's how they get started. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, when she hit me up like, hi. And then, yeah, I'm like, I never respond to a hi. What? Like, that's no substance. I don't know what you want. Why did I respond to that? <laughs> 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 she still said she tried. She tried to get in my DMs, but I was like, I mean, that's no. Nah, she slid. Yeah, yeah, she slid. Like, <laughs> she slid. Let's move on. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, all right. I got her to plan, and I just followed up with her like a week later. Yeah, she's in like Maldives, and now after that week, we talk for like five, six months straight, mm-hmm. almost like every day. Wow. If not every other day, I mean, very, very frequently, long conversations. And, and, you know, at one point she was like, hey, do you want to come over here? So I was like, damn, she, they, they, she getting moved to like Dubai, Bahrain. Yeah. It's like we opened up a new resort. So I, I went, I went and I was gone for like three and a half years. Wait, stay. <laughs> wait, wait, Josh, Josh. <laughs> Brother, my body's going crazy. <laughs> I have so many questions. Brother. I want to repeat the last two sentences you said. So you, so y'all, so she was in Maldives, yeah. and you went over there. That well, met her, her resort was opening up a new property in the Middle East. Okay, got you, got you. And got then you. she was like, I mean, in Maldives, not much for you to do, but if you come over there. I mean, you can still work. You can do whatever you want. So I was like, Yeah, you're a content creator. Yeah, you, yeah. all you need is a phone. And I mean, back then I was doing content, but I was yeah. also like a personal trainer. Oh yeah, you can work anywhere. Yeah. Thanks. So man, I went. There. I mean, I went, bro. Like, of course, my mom. You know, everybody like, No, you crazy. You about to get? They're gonna kidnap you and oh, whatever. No. Like, <laughs> you see what they come up with to try to keep you in? Yeah. <laughs> but I went, and that probably the most amazing, like, amazing thing I ever did. Like, wow. Everybody should at least go. Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't been, if you've been in America all the time, you have no idea. Like it's just another world that you don't know. Yeah. And it's like if you look, if you go there, you look back at America. America, America looks like out of control. I'm sure. I'm sure we yeah. look unsafe, unreliable. Unsafe. I already know. Yeah. We look crazy over there. Yeah. Nobody, nobody killing over there. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it don't happen, but it's not happening like that. There's no. uh you can't have kids out of wedlock there. Mm. You know, like everything is more, there's not a lot of homeless people. Yeah. You know, government take care of all of that. I mean, bro, it's just a whole different world. And it's like, if I didn't have my son here, I would never come back. No, Josh, I ain't gonna lie to you. 
Before we move forward, we got to go backwards first. <laughs> we got to go backwards first. So, the, I know you have, because uh, it's, it's, it's good that you have, you know, your wife, so you know her characteristics, you know her qualities. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you said that you were dating your ex and you were trying to propose to her, do her and what was going through your mind? Because I'm, I'm letting you know right now, Jack. I promise you, there's so many men that was in that position that's trying to make a relationship work, trying to make their marriage work, trying to make this, you know, baby, whatever they got going on mm-hmm. work. And then, you know, I don't know if they're ignoring signs. I don't know if they just lied to themselves. That's why I want you to share, you know, your story. Like, what was going on in that headspace? And what was the realization where it's like, you know what? We ain't got to be together. I mean, well, you can't do nothing if they leave. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like that's true. no tug of war. It was like, all right, she out. Like, yeah. So it was. It was more know. so. It was like it's just like she, she was just being what they call um, hyper selective. She wanted the top yeah. of the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now she needs to go anywhere. Yeah, she had to go. And then once I moved to Dubai, she hit me back. Of course they did. Of course, of course they did. I mean, yeah, he got documentaries about himself, you know, with with, with, with yeah, yeah, right. training, you know, special. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, of course, how hard? I don't know, Lord. So, what was or what are the qualities of what he's like? Because like, you got to think about it. You are a young, attractive, successful man. You know, I don't know what age you got, man. But I know what age you are now, so I know it's you know around probably either younger, average. It's like you have success. Mm-hmm. You got women coming after you. We already know. We ain't got to say it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what made you choose, like, I'm going to take the plunge with her? What was it about? Uh, I mean, I, I like women, of course, they come after you. But I, I like I like it like a partner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, of course, if you see somebody that got potential to help you grow, uh, you know, who's mm-hmm. going to church all the time, mm-hmm. stuff like that, like, all those stuff. That's I like a foundation of somebody that can grow. Like I didn't, you know, I wasn't even cheating doing nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and of course, back in the day, yeah, we do whatever we want in college. Just you know, go have fun and not have much care about what you do. But yeah. um, she kind of had it, and then she just you know switched up out of nowhere. But that was my. That was my, you know, that's all in the plan. You don't know what the plan is. The plan hurts, but yeah. when you look back, you're like, dang, I had to go through it. You had to go through it. What yeah. did you feel like you learned from it? Like, yeah. what did you feel like like you had to go through it for, so you could learn because of this today? So this is what I got from that was going after the girl that looked the best. You're the brother here, man. You can't go out. That's like deceiving. Mm. Keep like, going. Keep going. <laughs> you can't like you know she looks good but is her heart good how do you find out if her heart good and you don't might not find that out until you get until it's like too late because i mean anybody can put up i guess you know put up a front for however long until you have to show yourself bro that's that's the one that is the real statement bro because you know men when they see an attractive woman they, they have this what they call it a halo effect yeah she can't do no wrong. She got right. the best character in the world. She gon' she only wants me, you know, all these things. She she doesn't have a sinful nature. Right. You know, all those things. And and it's like you leave you putting yourself in a vulnerable position. Well. <laughs> the physical man is is I mean, of course you want pretty woman, you know. So 
that taught me to not go for that. So when I kind of met, you know, when I met my wife, I didn't, I met her on the phone. Mm. Like, I didn't even like her because my wife was, like, overweight. I'm not saying, like, she was ugly, but she wasn't my type, but she wasn't already in shape. Mm. You know, so she was physically, I mean, mentally, I'm attractive. Like, what she does, yeah. you know, like, how she does, like, like what she's talking about. It was like, I, I don't know if I really care what you look like. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. But that is the type of thing that now it has to be here and here. You know, physically, if you're out of shape, I can help you change if you want to. Yeah. You know, so that's that's a lesson learned from going after, like, the best-looking women. Yeah, no, I think every man watching this needs to apply that because, you know, that that that's something we'll probably get men or men into the door, especially guys that are, you know, healed, have a purpose, they have stuff going on for themselves. You know, if they get blinded by that, they can get burned by that. And then also, it's like it's never going to really be enough. But once you once you being around a person and her character and they and they heart is not in the place where mm-hmm. God wants it to be, it's going to show up in your everyday life, right. and you're going to be like, oh, this person, I'm not even attracted to this person no more right. Right. because I I see your character, I see I see what's going on with you. It's like I can't even look at you the same no more. Exactly. You know, so I think that's something that you know all men need to you know adapt, and and I think that's something. That's really big for for guys to you know really understand, so they don't have to don't allow just the attraction to be the only thing to keep you there because that would never satisfy you. Right. So, man, I think I think that's huge, bro. Like, also, I want to just kind of connect with you on just like I said, like the qualities of your wife. Mm-hmm. Like what, like you know, the, the her heart, her character. You know, what was it about? I know you said mentally, but what was it about, like? You know, y'all personal reaction because like you said, a lot of men looking at you and probably even some women, like he can have any woman in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, why did he choose her? Um, man, long story there. Uh, brother. I got a lot of long stories. I mean, brother, I ain't got no, I ain't got no nothing to tell, brother. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, like we got like this. You ain't if it's a 30-minute story, you ain't got to the 30-minute story. Now, if it's a five-minute story, you brother go ahead, Go talk to me. So I mean I was, so what happened, I moved to the Middle East, right? My wife got pregnant, right? I told you how it is. You can't have kids there out of wedlock. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. So we pushed it off so long. You know, I stay there. And I stay in the Middle East, she goes back home because she get pregnant. If you're in the Middle East and you have a kid or they find out, you can go to jail or they can send you back to your country. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to date a girl from uh, Saudi Arabia. So I'm yeah. saying, yeah. Strict, bro. Strict, strict, strict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I stay. I mean, Dubai is amazing. Dubai, Bahrain. I got like, I like, you know, now I found out how much I like foreign people. Mm-hmm. I got just like, I like them because they're, like, they're warm, they're different. Like, they, they kind of like care a little bit more. Um, and of course, I like different culture. I like learning how they live because, you know, different values and aspects you can add to your own life. Thanks. So I ended up leaving there after a few months and I go to my wife's country where I'm like the only black dude. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sure. I mean, that, it, it turned, I mean, it sounded crazy, but it turned out to be fun. Like, Man. So fun. He <laughs> 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 It was so fun. Like, and now there, like, I go from like a rich country to more of a like, not 
they don't like they don't have money. Yeah. You know, but they got art and they do, they, you know what I mean? Just different. So I would go down the street and everybody just watched me like for the whole, like until they can't turn the neck no more. You know, it's like five black people around, um, you know, but at the end of the day, I, I changed like the whole city for training. Wow. Like, everybody's like, what's going on? Like everybody goes to the gym now. What's everybody going to the gym? Bro, I've trained people from like eight to nine every day. Sheesh. Yeah, everybody. I had, man. If, he, if, he, if people wasn't personal training there, now they personal training because wow. I was there. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, so all that to be said, yeah, we had to, I had to make a decision. Do I want to get married or do I want to leave them here? Yeah. And I think I was only like, I've been married five years now, so I probably was only like 25, 26. So I was like, all right, you know. Yeah. I wasn't ready. There were some red flags. I was still going out partying. You mm-hmm. know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I was married, but I wasn't married. Yeah. You know, and that that definitely caused like damage in the marriage. And then, you know, we came back, we ended up coming back to America and um, problems with the family, you know, stuff like that. And then we ended up getting into like a fight. Like mm-hmm. my wife kind of yells and I don't like yelling. So, but either, even more just because of that, we had a lot of friction, had to stay at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. Mom didn't like her, family didn't like her. Uh, we didn't have much. I was at, I was like a head trainer at some gym and then like a big gym training like, you know, 50, 60 people at a time. Yeah. And then I lost that job. I was trying to get out of my mom's house. And then after me, my wife kind of, after me and my wife kind of got into that confrontation, I ended up going to jail. Wow. Yeah, I went to jail mm. for like seven days. Wow. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I, I don't even want to know what's running through your mind. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I'm stressed just thinking about it. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, that was that was crazy, bro. Because I've never done anything to like get in trouble. Yeah. So for me to get in, to me to be in that position was like, like, I mean, I just gave you a short story, but I lost like, I lost like 18 pounds in that amount of days. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't eat the food. I mean, it's nasty, man. It's just like, you just lose your freedom. Oh, like, yeah. Just, you, got, you get treated like an animal. Yeah. I'm sure your identity was shy. Oh. Yeah. At this time, I was doing, I think I might have been, no, I wasn't on really, I wasn't doing Instagram yet, like that. I went, third day. You know, you get out there holding cells, complete isolation. You don't see nobody, just one other person. And then um, they take you to the big, like I'm being charged for this for like like a felony. Like I'm being charged, I'm facing this. And then we go into like, they take you to the other place. I mean, people in there are cool, like they happy to be there. They gonna come back three times, four times, and they all know each other when you come back. You know, I was just like, that's yeah, it's a culture, it's community, yeah. Uh, we went to big sale. I didn't know what else to do, so I started working out around like fourth day. You know, started doing push-ups, whatever. Um, around like the like two days after that, you know, little people would come in there, and start joining me. People do their little workouts. I had a gym jumping. I mean, I had a jail jumping like 40, 50 people working out. <laughs> we all they're just, going everywhere. Got everybody <laughs> working out. 
We on trash cans. We on hanging on the railings, doing lunge up the steps. And people start creating equipment in their room. Wow. Start asking me like, what, you know, what do you do? So that's an experience that I would, you know, never want it. But again, I'm kind of glad I had it. Yeah. You know, right now I don't have any, anything on my record, no charges. You can't look me up and see something. Yeah. Um, but I found my purpose in that time. And what was it? To inspire people to train. Mm-hmm. You know, I was able to, to, I mean, I did bring light into a dark place. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So after that, I got out, you know, my wife was staying with somebody else. I couldn't see her for like, I couldn't see her for like 30 days after whatever the court date, all yeah. this stuff. And then we was like, I mean, what are we going to do? We're going to work it out. My mom, I didn't, didn't want to, I didn't stay at her house no more. Somebody randomly picked my wife up because she didn't know anybody. And my, you know, they were stranded. Once they, once the police took me, they stranded. Yeah. We decided, let's be together. We went homeless. Mm. Went homeless. And I mean, at this time, I think I had like less than $10. Right. Less than $10. Her brother sends us some money and we stay in this hotel room. Mm. And this lasted for like, we stayed in this hotel room for like two years, but I'm going to say like for a year, I was actually homeless. After we did that, right after that, COVID hit, everything closed. And it was just like, dang, like I remember her working. I mean, she she was like at a high position to where she was running the hotels, like in restaurants, running six of them to cleaning toilets and trying to do stuff like that. Um. She was doing that. I mean, we had no help, bro. Mm-hmm. I remember every day, like, like, what are we going to do tomorrow? Like, you know, mm-hmm. if we go, uh, I started recording now. Now I get the tripod. That's all I had. Start recording. I'm trying to get clients, really. Like, I'm trying to get, get online clients. And then some of the videos I did start taking off. Like, I only had maybe, like, 60K at this time. Cause I always had a little following cause I always post stuff, but I remember one of them went to like 20,000 likes. We were like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I'm in a hotel room. Like, you can see it. Like, I'm hanging off the wall doing yeah. stuff and doing push ups. And like, clearly everybody can see you in the hotel room. I mean, still nobody did nothing. So, you know, pick up. People started following me like like Lecrae and all these kind of people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, what's going on? Like, you know, so little stuff like this. I start, I keep doing it. Uh, another one hit. And I was just like, I mean, I'm still struggling. You know, people not really spending money, but I'm trying to train people virtually. I'm getting clients. I'm trying to now get a little momentum. Then I start eased up a little bit. I started getting clients like, you know, home training. I started getting a little sponsorships. I mean, I think I was only getting like $150 off some of them. And brother, I ain't trusting. You know what I mean? I'll take what I can get to. Yeah, I'll take what I can get. Like, <laughs> and it slowly started picking up. You know, during, I was homeless and I did like, I did, I got selected for this men's health next top trainer competition. Mm-hmm. And I mean, probably in a room with four people. Like, I don't got no space. There's a kid. My son was like one. 
I mean, just, bro, we were celebrating birthdays in there. I mean, just us. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like stress. Because when I, when I didn't win the competition, I thought that was the only way I could take my family out. I thought I was going to win, win the money, get some, get some clients, move somewhere else. Didn't win, bro. Mm. Here we go again. Yeah. Depressed. Yeah. Like, shocked. Like, dang, what now? Just gotta keep going. Yeah. Like, it's just... Those dark places mold you. Because, I mean, I'm always listening to T.D. Jake's motivational speakers. Like, Eric Thomas. They only they only where they are because they had to go through that crazy time in their life. Exactly. So even now, I just kind of... I never get comfortable, but I go back and look. That's why I'm the least stuff off my page. Mm-hmm. Like people get to a point of like success, and you see they only have like hundred posts, fifty yeah. posts. They'd be like, I got like seven hundred, almost eight hundred. Just scroll down, you can see my whole time. Your whole like, progression. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I look at that, and it's just like that's why I'm. I mean, I've been humble, but more humble. Yeah. Um, and then making you know. Failed that. Still getting better now. I started, you know, training NFL players. I started getting, I was coming out here training yeah. people. Um, and then we ha- we had like a baby in that circumstance. Yeah. So I'm bringing a baby home. Now it's like five of us in the room. No. Yeah. yeah. You can barely even step over, like, to get... Blood beds, you know. Mm. Can't, bro, it's no step, bro. Imagine trying to get ready and, you know, I get up early, everybody else sleep. I'm just trying to really not make noise. You? Yeah. Trying to eat breakfast and everybody in there still sleep. <laughs> trying to get my clothes and shoes, yeah. and I'm stepping over the bed, standing on stuff, like, oh boy. Yeah. Look, I mean, looking back on it now, just how, how, how do you, how do you feel, bro? Like, like, is it just, is it, yeah, how do you feel? Uh, my wife is more like, um, she's more like she feels it and remember it. I remember it, but I don't always remember everything. Mm. Like she can pinpoint all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, did that happen? Like, I just know, hey, I got to do something. I you probably, you, you, yeah. you charge to the game. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we just got to, I just got to do something because y'all, Depending on me. Facts. So, I mean, you just got to put a team on your back. Some people quit. Some people fold. I mean, like I said, that's when I was small. I always had to grind. Yeah. That's when it's it's coming back. Like, then he always been like this. He always been uh, disciplined. He always had muscles or something like that. It's because, and they, you know, not that I I have friends, but I don't have pretty much none of my old friends. Hmm. Because everybody's settled and do the same stuff. So all my friends come, like, a lot of them come, like, now. Yeah. You know, even ex-athletes or whatever. Like, yeah, then, like you said, they get the regular job. You're yeah. good now. I mean, so, for me to remember it, yeah, I remember it, but I don't, I mean, like, it's, it's hard to say I, I'm glad it happened, but I do. I'm glad it did too. Honestly, I think I think it, it made your life and your story a living testimony. You're a walking testimony, you know. And I think that you have um, so much more to offer just than just fitness, you know. Because 
It's a consistent pattern of pushing past pain. Mm -hmm. You know, consistent pattern of facing, you know, un, you know, foreseen circumstances. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff that is that you know you never. I, I know for a fact, just sitting here, know you never thought you was gonna be in jail. Yeah. So, like, so, I, I, like, so it's just like for, for that to happen, and for you to, uh, to you know, you push past and be in a position where you are today. I mean, it's it's like that's that that dedication, that focus, that persistence, that grit, that re relentless. It's like if we can have more men embody that in society today, we will be so much better. Mm. You know, and and that's something where you know. Um, like I said, like just even being a content creator, I, I understand, you know, especially getting on the bus and, and driving to New York, right. you know, because the point of time, shoot, we had to drive back and forth from Indianapolis to Houston just to, I mean, not Indianapolis to Atlanta just to record. Mm -hmm. And that's back when nobody was watching us. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I know what you're going through. And like, those drives, you riding on the bus, you know, going after something. You don't have no idea what's going to make money. You don't know what's going to work. You don't know who you're going to meet. Mm -hmm. You know, and people that just follow you, family, friends, they have no idea. They have no idea. And it's people watching right now that are going through stuff alone by themselves and nobody has no idea. Mm -hmm. You know, and they shouldn't be in that position because obviously you need to bring community together. Everybody need to help each other out. But, you know, your story, you being a living testimony People that's watching it is going to make someone keep going. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something where it's like, it, you know, it, it's, it's inspiring me because, um, you know, that that pushing past the pain part where, you, you know, continuously doing something, you know, you don't know what it, what what outcome it is. Because I think a lot of people want the outcome, but they don't want to put the work in. Mm -hmm. And especially when they meet opposition, they meet something that, you know, makes it even 10 times harder. Oh, they give it up. Right. You know, it, it's like a legit excuse now. Right. Now I can use this excuse and now, you know, I can just not do anything and be like, well, this is the reason why. Mm. You know, and people go, oh, yeah, you know, I understand. I got you better. Like, you would have been. And that's all I think they knew about. You know, but for you, like, like it, that wasn't enough at all. And I think that's that's the, uh, the, the huge, beautiful thing that I want you to know. It's like, man. As, as someone similar to your age, I want to give you your flowers, you know, because it's not a lot of young men out here in your position that, you know, really would have just done the things that you've done. And I think it's beautiful to really see, to really highlight, because honestly, I did not expect that story from, from you today. Yeah. And, and it's something where, uh, you know, it's, it's God ordained and it's like, man, it's, it's I'm, I'm grateful for you even sharing that story on my platform. You don't know me. You know what I mean, but it it it, it, it shows the testament of your your character and your heart, and and bro, like I said, I'm, I'm inspired by by you. And I think you know for the men that's listening, you know, what are some you know key takeaways you feel like from your entire journey? You know, from you know you having understanding like man, I, I want to go D one, I want to go professional athlete. It didn't work out to you, you know, where you are now. It's like, all right, looking back, grand scheme of things, you know, what can, if you like, if I had to share three things to my son from this time period that I just went through, what would be those three things you would share? Um, overall, like, there's, like, a lot of big, so you heard of, like, a lot of, like, the big stuff, but even 
even doing those big things, a lot of small things happen. Talk to me. You know what I mean? Like financial stuff, like, you know, being in debt, running out of the credit cards. And, uh, like, if anybody is going through something, you get a lot of the big, like, there's, like, a bullet point. Here's a big one. But there's a little there's 10 things that happen under that. It's subcategories under that's that. That's, like, effects. even more stuff that's detrimental to you trying to move forward. Yeah. So, uh, three things, man. That's, um, hmm. Of course, man, you hear them all the time, like trusting the process, yeah. you know? Sounds hard, sounds crazy. You know, you don't know, especially when you can't see where, what, where you're going, what's going to happen. Like, I mean, I've had dreams and stuff where I'm like on a stage talking to a bunch of people. Hmm. Like, I can see the back of me, and I can see there's a huge stadium, and I'm like, what? Am I, am I a preacher? Like, I know it don't look like I'm training nobody. I probably, <laughs> don't get my cousin started. Like, I, I do not know what this is, but I have, like, the, I have, like, the vision repeatedly. Wow. You know prophetic what I mean? dream. Yeah, prophetic dream. Yeah, and it's like a stadium, and I'm like, what am I doing here? Uh... I don't know what it's about. I mean, I just know, you know, perseverance. All this stuff is in, like, the Bible. You know, if you don't have a source, like, if you don't, like, what whatever has happened has already happened to somebody in the Bible. Now he, now he really going spiritual. Now. <laughs> he really going like I'm, like, I'm serious. I'm talking about, like, let's talk about uh, Joseph. Here we go. Like, that's when I kind of be like, I watch the Joseph movie, like, damn, I feel like Joseph a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, how they just pass him off, and then yep. he gets sold, and he and he go to jail, he's a slave. Yep. Like, and then you see how he ended. Like, ruler of all mm-hmm. Egypt. Like, it just it's just like, everybody has a story that you can follow that can give you some type of hope. So, for one, like, I would always tell people to have, to have a source. Like, is every, life is, is, uh, life is, I'm not saying it's a game, but it's, it's already, your destiny is set up, but you can always have something to look and know why you have to go through it or understand why you're going through it. See somebody else, how they did it, and just live by the principles of what you're supposed to do. If it, if life was a game, the Bible would be the instruction book. Right. That's I it. I got you, bro. Right. Yeah. So, I'll tweet that tonight. Gotta have the playbook. Yeah. <laughs> gotta have the playbook. If you don't have the playbook, I'm out here just locked. You yeah. know. Uh, gotta playbook. You gotta have, you gotta have the grit, perseverance, mm-hmm. discipline. I mean, I don't know how you put all of these in one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just can't easily give up. You gotta be, you gotta man up. Like yeah. men are, men have to be. What do yeah. men have to do, Josh? Please tell me. What Gosh, do men have to do? Hard. Let's talk about. It. They need to know what they need to know. I mean, there. Like I said, there's a model to follow, but men have to. They have to follow that model because that's where we kind of like 
that's when we kind of fail. Like fathers, we fail. Never follow Jesus. Yeah, say it, brother. You yeah. gotta, you, you gotta hide from it, man. Yeah. You gotta hide from it. But that's, that, but that's like the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, you just they have to, you have to be men. You have to do what you don't want to do. Like always, I get it. Like you don't want to, you don't want to live here. You don't want to do this, but you gotta sacrifice. Yeah. You know, as much as as much as it sucks, but you sacrifice and kind of open up your blessings for other stuff, brother. Amen. You know what I mean? Doing the right things, and the only way you know that is if you had the playbook. Yeah. I don't go off of okay. Yeah, he told me that. That sounded really good. Like he was in the situation. I understand where you're coming from, but when I go back to it, is this mm-hmm. right or wrong? Facts. You know, uh, there's 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 like there's no three things it's kind of like you have to there's multiple things yeah agree. No. like there's, there's now three things to live from i just know you got to sacrifice you have to know the playbook you gotta you gotta persevere through hard times and you have to have hope and i'm gonna say faith and you gotta live with love it sounds like the christian walk honestly i think i think what a lot of uh you know people get misunderstood is that like when they become you know, believers or follow Christ, and it's, it's just an easy life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's going to provide for me. He's going to give me all the stuff I need. He's going to heal. He's going to do all this stuff for me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. But if you look at every single person in the Bible, especially the men, mm-hmm. they going through it. Right. Every every single one of them went through it because the Christian life calls you to sacrifice. Right. And you sacrifice and cause you to be uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. you being uncomfortable is going to put you in some, in some right. situations where you ain't going to feel good. Right. And that's where the perseverance come in, the grit and all that stuff. And, you know, and that's something where, you know, even as being an older man now, it's like Jesus is the perfect man to follow, right. honestly, because right. he, he had he, he sacrificed, he loved, he never sinned. You know, he did miracles. You know, mm. he, he redeemed the world. I mean, he did every led followers. Right. You talk about an influencer. Mm. He was the most influential right. really ever. Right. But he gives us all people that's not perfect to understand that we don't have to be perfect, but he gives us all the examples and stories through like everyone. Exactly. It's, it's literally a, a book of information that you can easily apply to your life where it's like, if I follow these principles, there is a lot of freedom because mm-hmm. a lot of people are trapped in just some mm-hmm. reality or some world or some made of believing mm-hmm. thing that they got going and, and they trapped. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are lying to themselves. They look in the mirror every day and they lie to themselves. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. All that kind of stuff. But they, but what the, and, you know, the playbook forces you to do is accountability. And that's one thing that even through you talking during your entire story, you always say, I'm account- I did this. I'm, I, I messed up here. I understand. It. It's like, it's just accountability, 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 but I'm pushing through my pain. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I see where I made a mistake. I'm learning from it. I got to push it through the pain, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you said, you are still being equipped for something greater than what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You ain't 31. You're going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to stop. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> there's like, there's so many other aspects. Like, I feel like even me going back to the playbook, because I feel like I was, like somewhat failing in my marriage. Mm. You know, I feel like, uh, yeah, once I start, you know, I got a big platform, all these people hitting me up. I mean, I can't say like names, but I'm talking about like, there were opportunities I could have had to I'm be sure. out of that situation. I'm sure. But it took me like the other way and not this way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, I would text back, write back, do this, 
like failing my marriage, almost getting like divorced and, you know, and it was just, what happened was I was so focused on work. I didn't pay attention to my family. I didn't have community. So I didn't, I didn't know how to be, of course, I didn't have my dad. I didn't know how to be dad, husband. Yeah. Nobody in my family is really married. You know, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that role model, that figure to follow. Mm. So then I had to find it. And then the more I got like a little bit bigger, now I can actually meet successful fathers. Yeah. I can meet, you know, all these now. Now my accessibility to who I'm able to talk to it's grew. grew. Yeah. So I have to I have to change, adjust this, fix this, uh, cut my work hours off, like stop caring so much about this and put my phone down for at six thirty for the rest of the night. Attend to your family. Yeah. I have to get up and uh, you know, read, listen to you know the stuff. Because if you don't listen every day, I mean <laughs> You fall off. It's easy to fall off. It's real easy to fall off, bro. Yeah. Because right. we in a world filled of content, and, and and the world filled of content always feeds you with just BS. And right. you listen to the BS, you forget the same thing. Working out, working out every day. Yeah, you gotta read every day. You gotta listen every day. You gotta. You gotta do better every yeah. day. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't. Yeah, you gotta get up and it's try again every day. Fall off. Like it's, I'm saying, it's so easy that I'd be like. I ain't do it today. I'm going to do it today. Like right now. Let me hit. You know, I need I need somebody else to hit up, but in case uh, in case I do fall off, mm-hmm. somebody check in with a little bit. You need yeah. mentors. Accountability. That's one of the things I would put in those three. Yeah, mentors. Somebody there, like yeah, somebody there that you want to be like. Oh, Brett. I mean, Brett. Listen. Yeah, have you ever heard of the cross reference? Yeah, man. I think I think every man, if you listen to this podcast, you you heard it thousands and thousands of times. Every man needs to make sure that they have a cross relationship with men in their life. You have somebody in the top that can speak into you. Mm-hmm. Usually a mentor. It could be somebody that's discipling you. It could be whoever. No, mm-hmm. they speaking into you with wisdom. And that man needs to have a position in life that you want to be in. Right. So married, you know what I mean? Kid, if you want that stuff, find somebody that's like, I want your life. How are you doing that speaking to me? Right. Find that person. Then you need the horizontal piece of the cross. You need your brothers. Right, right. You need people that can run alongside with and keep hold each other accountable. If we in the world, don't let me do nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Like you need right. that. And then you need the bottom half of the vertical piece where you have your mentees, where you're pouring to people. Mm-hmm. You are are helping because if every man has that, every man is held accountable. Right. Every like we're all you know on this path together. You know, helping each other because if you get fed. It forces you to get accountable and you are feeding other people. So you have to be a leader to that person because that person looking up to you. Right. And I think that's something that every man needs to make sure they have in their life. I think that everybody got to know too that like everybody mess up. You know? Because uh, people out there, they let, them, they let their mistakes become their identity and they just sit in it and they don't try again anymore. Like I had, you know, stuff recently. I mean, like for me now, I have to like, like, I need help with a lot of my stuff. I can't do it on my own no more, so I need team members. Like, you know, pe- for me, it's kind of like, it, it's new to have yeah. multiple people doing stuff. So, it's like, I'm on, I'm always under some type of microscope. Mm-hmm. You know you what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If I, they're small, we didn't do that. People want to 
You get watched at the gym all the time. Oh, you ain't working hard. I already know. People now, bro, like, I do stuff and they won't know what a person did to me and they'll be like, oh, he did like this and I'm not the one to go talk to everybody. Yeah. But they'll do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And it's like they'll try to say all this stuff. I'm like, bro, you know how this person took the pictures? You know what I mean? Like, the pictures was here and I need to jump in pictures. You know? <laughs> You know, people just be saying stuff, and I'd be like, I mean, it don't take energy. That's a lot of energy to okay. do that. Facts. It just, I, I just feel like uh, people should know people mess up, and whoever people kind of like go to, like let's say people point the finger at me. I'm not going to point the finger at them, but there's somebody that can point the finger at them. So you have to understand there's like grace, mercy, forgiveness. And that's the only way that you can move forward and get better. Facts, bro. I, and, and, and that, cause like that comes with accountability, looking in the mirror. And there's a verse in the Bible, I keep forgetting where it is, and I, I'm sad that I keep forgetting. But it, it says where, you know, people can see the log or the stick that's coming out your eye, but mm-hmm. they can't see the speck in there. It's a, mm-hmm. Where is it? Do not judge lest you be judged. It said, before you tell somebody to take a plank out their eye, yeah. take the smoke and the, yeah. the, the speck out, out of your eye. Right. I can't remember. I know it's Old Testament. I don't know exactly where it is, but that's, that's, people do that all the time. They can see what you're doing wrong. See, we had no, you know, no uh, hesitation to calling you out about it or gossiping or whatever about yeah. it, but they can't even see the stuff they're going through in their life. They don't see what, what they struggling with, what they, you know, how they said it and whatever. And I think that's just because they don't understand accountability. Mm-hmm. They don't understand really the gospel. Because if you really, if you really understand the gospel in your nature and your state before God, for practicing forgiveness is like if you understand that, then practicing forgiveness needs to show up in your life as well. So the question is, how do you beat hate? How do I behave? How do you beat hate? How do you beat hate? Oh, understanding love. Understanding love, and that's the gospel, and Jesus coming back and saving the world. That's a, that's because, go ahead. I mean, yeah, that's, it ain't simple, but go that, ahead. That's definitely like, if you know the Bible, you know Jesus. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. What about the people that don't know that? Yeah, for the people that don't know, it's like, to me, I would look at it as if, if this hatred is causing personal harm to you, your health, how your identity, how you treating other people, it's like it's going to come out. It's like that hatred will manifest from the inside out. And I think people need to take a look in the mirror. If they see that I am not the person that I was before this hatred came, then they need to make some changes. Like you ain't gotta believe the gospel to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Because I think it, and honestly, they need to um be honest with themselves. I know Stefan Speaks talks a lot about writing people letters and getting all that stuff out, healing from the past. Mm-hmm. If it's parents' issues, if it's you know, a lot that people just, you know, been holding on to for whatever reason, or, you know, um, the coach didn't play me enough, whatever stuff they got going on. All that stuff, right? all that stuff is like all that hatred that's in your heart. And it's like, especially if it's, it's been so many years and it's been fe- festering up, that hatred what people are holding on to is what's causing the world the way it is today. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't even, it's really showing up in everybody's life. It's like, that's what's going on. If when people can really understand that and take accountability, self-awareness, and and heal from that stuff, 
you know, and 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 move forward. I think that's what they that's what they should do because like, mm-hmm. that that's the most practical answer I feel I can get because it it was going it's going to show up in your life. Yeah, some way, somehow, in a native way. Hate for you, hate from some. If I say hate from me, if I'm hating on somebody else, it's going to show up in their life eventually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah, it's going it's going to show up. It's going to materialize, and I think you can see that in everyday attitude people like. Mm-hmm. And I can see if they believe it or not believe it. It don't matter. Right. right. It, it show up. Right. It don't matter. <laughs> it really don't matter. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that's, to me, that's how, I, like, that's how I can tell, like, what I would tell someone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that, you're really only killing yourself with the hatred that you hold on to. Yeah, man. It, I mean, there's so much that to go over. Like, it's so much, like, uh... Brother, we'll see here for three hours messing with me. Josh, bro, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I've been blessed by this conversation. It was something that, you know, it, it's, it's, it was God bringing us together. And I'm grateful to know you, to really hear your story. Glad that you get to share your story on, on this platform. It, it's beautiful, man. Like I said, I want to give you your flowers for continuing to push. You know what I mean? Obviously, you, there's, there's a lot more work that you and I, we both got to do, you know, spiritually, mentally, folks, all that stuff, you know. But... Um, the fact that, you know, you're, you are allowing the stuff that you can't control in your life, but you, you can use that to tell a story, to inspire others is, you know, something that is beautiful, bro. And I, I am, you know, proud of you. I am happy for you. You know, I am uh, a huge fan. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what God can do in your life, man. Really, bro. You, man. So I appreciate you coming on the show. So any last words of encouragement, motivation for my, my audience, please give it, man. I appreciate you. Oh, man. I just, uh, you guys listening and watching this, just make sure you stay tuned in. Stay, stay tuned in to yourself. Stay tuned into the word. Stay tuned in to, you know, that inner, inner feeling, man. It's, it's an inner feeling that that's called the Holy Spirit. And usually that's pretty much telling you where to go. Um, there is a way that you can lose, like, conscience. I mean, you're like, the conscience of knowing stuff is wrong is when you're doing too much wrong. Mm. Right? You can lose the sense of knowing when you're doing wrong if you do too much of it. So, like I said, uh, get your daily word in. You know, me working out every day, too. Stay disciplined and consistent on all the things that you know you need to be doing, whether that's family, working out, word of God, uh, being a dad, you know, all the things that you know you're supposed to do. Try to stay sharp in them. Yeah, we all fail, but fail doesn't mean it's the end. So as long as you can, as long as you can still look up, man, if you're not dead, there's still more chapters to your life. Thanks, man. Just keep fighting, man. Like, Josh, man, I appreciate you, man. My, my name is Chris. I appreciate everybody that's watching the video. Make sure y'all reach out to Josh and tell him thank you for sharing this story and all the lessons that he has taught us. Uh, Josh, where, they, where can they find you? Um, I'm on YouTube, more on Instagram. You usually can find me under my name. Um, guys, you know, I do a little cooking too, so if you need help, you know, with that. Like, I put on everything. Like, whatever I put out. I'm just trying to add value to people's lives. So, like, YouTube, Instagram, you can find me mostly, TikTok. Just look at my name and it'll come up. Beautiful. My name is Chris. I am joined by... Josh Bailey. And we are the roommates. And, bro, adios.